Welcome back to Digital Dialogue. I'm Caitlin. I'm Scott. On this week's episode, we're starting off with our social media minute, where we break down two major social media news stories that have been circulating um, recently. And then we'll be discussing the role psychology plays in marketing in the second portion of the podcast. So to start off the social media minute, Facebook's considering implementing restrictions on who can go live. So unfortunately, after tragedies that happened in Christchurch in New Zealand, Facebook's been meeting with government officials from the country to discuss their response and to come up with new proposals so something like this would never happen again. According to Facebook COO Sheryl Sandberg, she's quoted saying, we're exploring restrictions on who can go live depending on factors such as prior community standard violations. So as of right now, the proposals suggest two things. First, that Facebook is able to implement restrictions on live streaming depending on certain factors. And secondly, Facebook acknowledges how important live streaming is and how it can massively affect the people and events. Yeah, I saw that um, Mark Zuckerberg even said that it's time for government to kind of relook social media. And he gave out even four ways that they should address and go forward with things like this. And yeah, really sad story, but it's important to address. Definitely, because even people, unfortunately, that had to witness this live streaming, they didn't realize it was Yeah, you don't know what you're getting into. Yeah, so I definitely think it is at times where the government needs to kind of step in and regulate things, even with, um, we were reading an article the other day about um, the EU, talking about Article 13, Mm -hmm. and kind of restricting copywriting of memes and everything. So I think we'll be seeing this a lot. Yeah, it's definitely a hot topic. So for my story, I had LinkedIn announces a new data partnership with Adobe to improve ad targeting. So LinkedIn continues to expand its audience targeting capability to capture a very important social media market, which is professionals. LinkedIn currently uh, hosts over 600 million profiles, which I found very impressive. And the new partnership that has emerged with Adobe will expand LinkedIn's account-based marketing capabilities to Adobe experienced cloud users. This new deal has given LinkedIn the ability to compete in the competitive and still evolving targeted marketing scene. And this partnership will allow marketing teams to utilize data from LinkedIn to give insights into audiences they need to reach and target, and target them more effectively. So kind of like Facebook and um, Instagram, the other social media sites are starting to, LinkedIn's kind of getting into that uh, ad targeting game. It's really smart. I think yeah. a lot of times too, obviously it depends on the business or the service that you're marketing. I think LinkedIn sometimes is the forgotten platform. Yeah, it's a lot of professionals Um, on there. Yeah, but it's a great way to market. Um, So this should be really interesting on how that affects that. So on last week's episode, we touched upon the importance of market research and understanding your audience. Um, What we did not talk about was the role psychology plays into this and the rest of your marketing strategy. Now, utilizing psychology to share your message with the public is not meant to trick them or deceive them. I think that's super important Mm -hmm. to point out. When done in a legal and ethical way, this is meant to help build a sense of trust with your audience. Now, there are a few ways that you can do this, and I think one is tapping into the audience emotions. Always attempt to craft content that will resonate with your target audience. Emphasize the desired emotional outcome from using the product or service in question. A great way to do this is by sharing testimonials. I think like word of mouth like that is yeah. so good and it will definitely... That always works, yeah. Yeah, it will definitely... Anything that will spark an emotional response um, because emotion is what drives us in the first place. Um, another way to do this is 
always be real. I think honesty is always the best policy, even in marketing. Mm -hmm. And um, you're bound to gain more followers or have a higher engagement rate if people feel like they connect with you in an authentic way. Real and authentic content allows you to build a relationship with the audience. Absolutely. I was even going to say, too, just when you're building that trust, um, it allows people to connect with your product in a different way and they see you. We've talked about that before, definitely, but it's, it's definitely. super Especially, like, I mean, with social media and stuff, too, I think a lot of times, like, you're, follow, you're not going to follow something that you don't connect with. Yeah. Because you have to see that every day, pretty much. And I always love a company that has a great backstory, too. Mm -hmm. um, just, like, something you can connect with and relate to. Yeah, yeah. Even, like, touching in with, like, you know, their office culture, mm -hmm. anything that you kind of identify with. So just not putting up a front is the best way, I think, to just honestly connect with people. Yeah, so I had uh, be aware and utilize psychological biases. So cognitive and psychological biases are defined as repetitive paths that your mind take when you're doing things like evaluating, judging, remembering, or making a decision. As a marketer, it is so important to be aware of these biases and how they can affect your audience. So here are a few to consider. I'll start off. There's the bandwagon effect, which is when a product or service's popularity increases, the more others support it. It's also known as herd behavior, and we see this all the time with um, Instagram influencers and social media marketing. Like That's becoming super trendy. It's a great way and honest way to make use of this mentality, sharing testimonials. So if you see someone on Instagram that you follow and trust their knowledge on something, you might be more likely to buy that product and using the bandwagon effect. Absolutely. Um, and then to go off that too, the zero risk mm -hmm. bias, which is the next one yep. that we have listed. Um, people are more inclined to favor things um, when there's no risk involved. I know that is definitely for me. If I see something that says like risk-free or money-back guarantee. Oh, I don't think I've ever done a money-back guarantee, though. It's like, as yeah. soon as I get something, it's usually mm -hmm. staying with me. I'm bad well, like that. Well, because you think they're like, oh, you, they know you're going to love it so much. Yep. Like, that's why they're offering it. So, but um, I think it's really cool with all these two because it's all things that we've thought of or considered, but there's never really been, like, a name attached to mm -hmm. it. Um, so that's, like, super interesting, I think. So lastly, it was in-group favoritism. This is when you favor a product or service because you identify with the group that also affiliates it. Um, it's human nature to want and associate with the group because everyone wants to feel like they belong and a company that does this well, Apple has definitely used this mentality to their advantage. Uh, for the most part, Apple users are solely using Apple products such as our office for the most part and we really do like Apple products. It's not like just, oh, yeah. we're not just showing for them. Like I've always used Apple products but it, it is weird about that how I don't think I could ever see myself using a Mm -hmm. uh, Android phone or yeah, uh, it's Samsung. all about identity. You identify mm -hmm. with a certain product or service. Um, because it is so weird to think about because, yeah, I have a MacBook, mm -hmm. I have an iPhone, and I'm not straying from that. I know. It's so. like if you see someone in the iMessage group without the blue, it's always a little Yeah, I was thinking too, when, when I was like, reading this, I was thinking of like, um, you know, people that are on like the Bachelor or Bachelorette, mm -hmm. like how they have their own like community. Yep. And it's so funny because they are all working with partnerships with like pretty much the same types of companies because they know, okay, this is our target audience. They identify oh, with yeah. these people. Yep. So they've been having so much success just, you know, working with them and, you know, using them as like influencers and stuff for their product. Yeah, psychology and marketing is it's very in-depth. Really yeah, is. it's definitely something to think about. And obviously, too, I think a lot of times it gets a negative connotation saying you're deceiving or mm -hmm. being dishonest. But really, it's just if you're being upfront about your services and your products, acknowledging that these drive 
people. Yeah, and it's kind of fun to look at that information okay. when you see it, the different like hobbies people have or the shopping tendencies they have. It's mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just really important to acknowledge it and hopefully you can utilize benefit, it yeah. in the best possible way. Absolutely. All right, well, thanks for listening to this episode of Digital Dialogue. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Thank you.